0: Hello everyone, welcome to this week's 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. It's episode 45 in conversation with Lauren Elena. Yep, it's special guest time this week and uh, I feel very privileged on behalf of Lyric Magazine to talk to Lauren Elena, who's in the country this weekend for the Dixie Fields Festival in Essex and is embarking on a good, sizable, proper UK tour of her own as well. So we've got lots of questions to ask her um, and we're going to get right down into it. Hope you enjoy it. That's okay. I, we, we appreciate being able to speak to you. Are you, are, you um, are you still over in the States or have you made it to the UK yet?
1: I leave tomorrow morning.
0: Wow. You excited?
1: I am so excited. So, so excited. This is such a huge opportunity for me. I can't believe that I'm going to come over and headline shows. It's like, I I don't even know what my life is anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we last saw you over here at the C2C Festival, and uh, that, that must have provided some fond memories for you.
1: It did, and it gave me some confidence to come back over and do this, because I remember, like, how unbelievable the fans were. They were just, like, a different kind of fan. Seriously, it's like they're so hungry for the music and so excited it was like and it was my first time over there and i felt like a
0: headliner then yes i I was at your indigo show um and um you know watched you play road less traveled and uh, crashing the boys club and i was like this this album is going to be big
1: thank you so much (laughs)
0: <laughs> and and it was. The
1: album definitely changed my life. I,
0: well, that was my next question, is that, um, you know, so much has happened to you since we saw you over here in the UK with the song and the album. Can, can you sort of sum up and put into words what the last couple of years have been like for you?
1: Yeah, I got my first couple of number ones on country radio, and I've toured with Blake Shelton, Jason Aldean, Luke Combs, Luke, Brian, um, Alan Jackson. I won an ACM. I won two CMT awards. Uh, it's like I don't even. I'm headlining my first tour in the states. <laughs> when I get home from headlining with y'all, yes, it's like unbelievable.
0: And has that has it passed in a blur, or have you been able to enjoy it?
1: I've been enjoying it, but it is. When I say all that, I'm like, wow, how did all of that happen?
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and did you, did, you ever think, did you ever think that the song, Road Less Traveled, would be just a huge hit that it was, that it was for you?
1: I had no idea. I mean, I, I remember when I wrote the song, the, the day I wrote it, I had a feeling it was something really special. You know, sometimes you write something... Yes. As a songwriter, you have to live with it. And then you're like, yeah, I think this could be good. But I remember that day when I wrote that song, thinking it was like going
0: to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I remember hearing it on stage at the Indigo going, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> well,
1: you're so sweet. Thank
0: you. So if, if I could take you back in time to 2011, just before you released Wildflower, and, and let you give yourself a piece of advice, what would you tell yourself now?
1: Don't read the main comments about yourself on it, on the internet. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I would say, I was, so I was 15 when I tried out for American Idol. Yes. So I was very young. I would just say, be sure that all the people around you are there. They're not yes men. They're going to be able to tell you no. They're going to help you grow. They're going to be your family. Yes. Go visit your family as much as you can. Yeah. Um, take a lot of pictures and <laughs> delete all of the mean people from your life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and so p- presumably you're able to sort of compartmentalize the good things that happen to you because of Idol. And and the, the not so good things now.
1: Yes, I didn't handle it very well at first, but now I'll be 25 in November, and I've got a much better like mindset on how to how to handle all of it. It's it's uh, I went from living in a town with like. 3,500 people to playing shows that have more people than that.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was like culture shock for me, you know? Yes. Um, But I'm so thankful I was so young when I started now because I'm still young and things are going really well and I'm able to enjoy it.
0: Yes. uh,
1: Yes, I, I, I ignore the mean people and I... Talk to the nice
0: one. <laughs> and that, that, that's a nice mantra for life for any age, I think.
1: Yeah, it, is, it is. <laughs> got to surround ourselves with people who love us.
0: Definitely, you know? definitely. Now, when I listen to Road Less Travelled, and I've listened to it loads over the last two years, I, I'm picking up three different sides to you. So there's your sassy side with songs like Queen of Hearts and Next Boyfriend... There's your sort of wiser, older sister side, sort of think outside the boy and pretty, and then there's your vulnerable storyteller side with songs like Three and Same Day, Different Bottle. I was wanting to ask you, which of those personas or guises do you feel most at home in? I think that is one of the
1: best questions I've ever been asked and no one has ever
0: asked that. Um, Thank you.
1: Honestly, probably... The big sister, yes. Guys. Because I need to hear those songs just as much as the people listening to them need to. Sure. And I feel, I feel really called to share that message specifically because, like, I I had an eating disorder for six years, and yes. I had, I've really struggled with like self worth and like feeling good enough, and the stage is kind of. The one place I've never felt that way. I've never felt insecure on stage. Right. Or in the music. And I'm able to tell those stories on stage in my most comfortable place. And it's a good reminder for me as well. So I would say the songs like Pretty, Think Outside the Boy. Um three even kind of falls into uh, that category yes, for me and yes. Road Less Traveled. The more messagey songs yeah. are where I feel I feel my sense of purpose in writing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I sure. I feel like, because it speaks to my soul just as much as it does everyone else's. It is my like heart and the things that I need to hear. A lot of time when I'm writing these songs, I write them for me. Yes. And then when they come out and I've processed them and worked through what that song means to me and what I needed to write it, then it becomes... It's for everyone
0: else. Yes, and and do you feel a responsibility to your sort of younger female fans to to be a good role model?
1: I absolutely do. I, I say this a lot. I feel like um, the life that I live now has made me a way better person. Yes. Like, um, just because I know that people are watching and learning from the things that i'm doing and listening and it really gives me some sense of like ownership of my like uh, of what i'm doing yes and i'm not perfect and i make mistakes like everyone but i do often think when i'm about to make a decision is this contradictory to who i actually want to be and how i want to represent myself because a lot of people are paying attention to me that you know a person who works in an office and doesn't reach millions of people you know they they have to make that decision about the people around them but i have to make that decision about people who i may never meet sure and i don't ever want to make like a decision that sways someone to make a a bad choice yes i want to be a positive light and i i was i was raised really well to like respect other people and 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 be good and be kind and I just, I, I try to constantly remind myself of that.
0: Yes, and, and you know, you you might be singing to a, a little girl who's going to reference you in a song in 20 years' time like you did in Ladies in the 90s with your heroes.
1: Oh, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> like, to, to think that my music is doing something for a young girl like that Shania and Faith Hill and Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre for me is yes. like unbelievable
0: that would be like the biggest compliment and and speaking of ladies in the 90s it's been that's been a good song for you this year and it's opened up the discussion about uh, women in radio and all that sort of thing that uh, you know that is always bubbling in country music you know have you felt a responsibility to the female side of the uh, the artists as well
1: Yes, for sure. I mean, there are so many amazing women in Nashville and all over the world, really, writing country music, and there has definitely been a lot of talk of how we're not on the radio and whatever else, yes. and there's so much – there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, if you listen, you'll, it's very rare to hear two females back-to-back, but you'll hear five men in a row, and it's just been a big conversation, and I wanted to write that song – ...about it, but in a... I, I like to take serious topics and, and make them light. Sure. You know, try to... I wanted the song to be fun and a celebration of these women that kind of paved the way. And just a friendly reminder of, like, hey, this is what happens when women are gifts.
0: Yes. And there's there's a, there's a distinctly British edge to it because you co-wrote it with Amy Wodge, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did.
0: And what was it like writing with her? Who
1: I love.
0: Yeah. She
1: is amazing. She's, oh, she's brilliant. She's amazing.
0: <laughs> and there's a nod to the Spice Girls uh, in there as well.
1: A nod to the Spice Girls?
0: Yeah, because th- there's, a, there's a nod to the Spice yeah, you Girls. Have to. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you cannot leave out the Spice Girls if you're talking about the nine.
0: So I wanted to ask you, which was your favourite Spice Girl then? Ooh.
1: Maybe Sporty size. Oh, okay. Well, I was just like a big tomboy growing up. Sure. So, I, but I like them all. I like them all.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I, I, that's tough for me. But I'm a big fan of like the Adidas stripes pants and tennis, tennis shoe look. <laughs> I do that a lot. So.
0: <laughs> and, I'm actually wearing that now. Oh, cool. Well, there you go. Because I don't think Sporty gets as many uh, votes as some of the others. So uh, she'll be pleased with that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like them all. I like, but it's so hard for me to pick a favorite Spice Girl. Like, that is. I think everybody probably picks Posh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I, you ask me tomorrow and I might pick a different
0: one. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and your, your personal life has also undergone some transition in the last couple of years as well. Is it hard being a touring musician and sort of building and maintaining relationships? It is the hardest thing in the world. That's
1: <laughs> well, not the hardest thing in the world. There are a lot of harder things in this world, but it's definitely the hardest thing in my life. Yes. Balancing work and personal relationships is... Extremely difficult because it's constantly like it's a lot of talking on the phone, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, You're loving people through a phone, <laughs> and that can be difficult and very strenuous on, on the relationship. And you have to have it takes a special kind of person to understand that. And actually, my boyfriend now, yes, is amazing because he's a traveling comedian, uh huh. He's hilarious. You guys have to bring him over there. He would <laughs> love him. But um, it's like a dream of his to come over. And he said, I'm going to live through you while you're over there. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, it helps because he has an understanding of why I'm doing it. Yes. You know, it's, if you don't have the passion and the dream of like I, like I do, and you just love me, it's hard to understand that I'm always going to be gone that yeah. I'm always and why I'm so passionate about it because I feel like I was just born with that burning passion and if you're not born with that that can be very hard to understand so loved ones sometimes don't understand it you know no I
0: can imagine that
1: but I've got I'm really fortunate now I feel like I've got people in my life that get what I do and are all very supportive and my best friends understand that they're going to see me once a month probably yes. and we're going to have to cram it
0: all into one slumber party <laughs> and whatever we got to do. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I listen to the Bobby Bones show on the podcast every day so I was listening to the show where you and John were on. Yeah, see, he, he's
1: so funny. That's the first time in my life I think I didn't really talk much. No. They were doing all the talking.
0: <laughs> and of course you appeared on Celebrity. Oh, well. you appeared on Celebrity Family Feud with the Bobby Bones team as well.
1: Yes, Bobby's one of my really good friends, and he asked me to do that with them, and it was so much fun. He's such a goofy guy. He's
0: so funny. <laughs> and uh, you can't say who's won yet, because it hasn't aired, has it? It
1: has
0: not. No, I cannot. <laughs> so, um, we've talked about writing, and we've talked about your music. Can I ask, how far along the road are you with album number three, then? And is there a style and theme beginning to develop? Yes, we
1: are. We just started. We just went into the studio, and we we're we're cutting four or five songs now. Right. And I'm um, hopefully going to have the record done by the end of the year. That's uh,
0: our goal. That's great. And are there, are there any sort of particular songs that you could tell us the titles that you're excited for us to hear?
1: Yeah, I have a couple that I'm very excited. I feel like I'm trying to channel like a lot more of like who, where I came from, and where I'm going. So I have like a song called Country in Me it's like about it's a love song but it's about like the person that you're with reminding you of home and reminding you of where you came from cuz i i don't live at home anymore but john there's something about john that just reminds me of where i came from he grew up in georgia as well we're both from georgia oh uh, okay and we just have like this sweet love you know that's yes. like that like reminds me of home and he makes me feel safe and so I wrote that one about him, and then I have a song that I wrote about my my stepdad. My stepfather passed away yes. in October, Yes. and I wrote a song about that called The Other Side, which I'm so excited about. So I have a few songs that I'm, like, very, very excited about.
0: And and will you be playing any of the songs on the UK tour, or is it too soon?
1: Yeah, well, the band hasn't learned them yet, because it's so early in the process, yes. but... Um, we're hoping to start performing some new songs by our headlining tour in the fall back in the States. So if you guys want to hear it, we'll have to come to the United States of America.
0: <laughs> well, then you'll have to come back next March for C2C again and play on the big stage this time.
1: That sounds perfect. I'll do that in a heartbeat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and final question then, uh, back to the UK again. Is there anything you're really looking forward to seeing or doing over here?
1: was there for a short amount of time and i didn't really get to get out and go see things yes so outside of the shows i'm excited to just walk around
0: do the tour see your
1: culture and from what i remember from where i was i was in london yeah it just looked like america it seemed it seemed (laughs) like america with british accents (laughs) so i'm excited to go to like some other places and see how maybe your culture is different and your you
0: will you'll see lots of green countryside and lots of sort of medieval towns hopefully do
1: you have any recommendations
0: for me oh blimey i would um i would go to as many pubs as you possibly can
1: Good, i'll definitely go to a pub yeah
0: <laughs> we specialize <laughs> in we'll
1: the pub tour that you
0: should we you know we specialize in 500 600 700 year old pubs over here
1: Oh, that's amazing. Done. I will do
0: that. (laughs) Okay. Well, and it's great that you're headlining the Dixie Fields Festival on Saturday as well. You know, so many people are looking forward to seeing you. I am so excited to
1: come over there.
0: Well, look, Lauren, thank you for talking to me today and have a safe journey tomorrow.
1: Anytime. I love your
0: accent. (laughs) Well, likewise. Back at you. (laughs) Do
1: you... Do you guys love an American accent like we love your
0: accent? Uh, particularly the South American accent. Yes, definitely, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, because we are like fascinated by your accent.
0: Yeah, I I interviewed Abby Anderson recently, and she just she could she just wanted me to talk.
1: That's what I I just want you to keep talking. I don't even know
0: why I'm doing any of this talking. I, I don't even sound particularly British. I'm not like, I haven't got that Hugh Grant accent at all. But, uh, you know, we love your accent just as much. That's so
1: amazing. Well, thank you for your time, and I look forward to coming over there. Are you, you going to make it out to any of yeah, the shows? I
0: think we're coming to one of, the Midland, one of the Midland in the North shows.
1: Okay, perfect. I'll see you
0: there. Yeah, we'll see you there. And, uh, you know, have a great journey, Lauren. Thank you for your time. what a lovely person I could have chatted to her all day she's just so down to earth and honest and uh, humble and um, you know something of a brilliant songwriter as well when you look at that road less travelled album and you look at songs like next boyfriend or like pretty or three or same day different bottle there's a depth and a gravitas there that doesn't often come in an artist so young so get out uh, in the next ten days or so and check Lauren out on her tour and, uh, you know, she's visiting all sorts of She's obviously playing the Dixie Fields Festival in Essex uh, this Saturday, July the 13th. She's in Manchester on July the 16th, Liverpool July the 17th, uh, Glasgow on the 19th, up in Gateshead on the 20th, Brighton on the 23rd, Nottingham on the 24th and uh, London back for the Nashville Meets London Festival on the 27th. That is a good tour, stretching the length and breadth of this country. There's no excuse to go and see her. a powerhouse vocalist and a thoroughly lovely person as well. Thank you for listening. Today it's been um, 20 Minute Country with me, James Dakin.